Greetings and welcome to the Prometheus Project Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Bist. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of creativity. So for this episode, I want to talk a little bit about brainstorming. The first step in any creative project is, of course, having an idea. And for the most part, ideas are everywhere. But if you're like me, sometimes ideas are hit and miss. I have pages and pages of ideas written in my journals and on scraps of paper scattered all over my writing area at the house. The thing is, some ideas immediately click with me. You know, I may be reading a book, playing a game on my PC, maybe even riding in the car, and suddenly, bam, this idea for a story pops into my head. Sometimes it's mostly formed, characters, plot, maybe a few bits of dialogue or narrative already stitching themselves together. But those times are rare. Most of my ideas are ones that I think are interesting, but they're just fragments, bits and pieces of what if. Those are the ones I write down and set aside for future reference. (laughs) And man, I have a lot of reference laying around. I do wish that all my ideas were fully formed, ready to write, but creativity doesn't work that way. It's like those old prospectors that hunkered down in a stream, sifting through endless amounts of mud and muck for days, until they finally find that one little nugget of gold. I think that sums up how ideas work for me. I have so much running around in my head, ideas for characters, plots, what-if scenarios, and my brain has to sift through all this debris in order to find something worthwhile. Connections have to be made, tried, retried, until something clicks. And I finally get that aha moment. Of course, you don't necessarily have to wait for inspiration to strike. You know, I used to think that. When I was a kid, I thought that writers had to wait for inspiration. Of course, we also had to be anguished and tortured. And writing had to be a burdensome task. It took some time for me to grow out of that and realize that I could make inspiration. I could actually make ideas happen on my own. I didn't have to wait for my unconscious mind to hand me an idea on a silver platter. That was one of the reasons I started keeping a journal. Part of it is, of course, cheap therapy. But I also wanted to log ideas before I forgot them. It's such a terrible feeling to have a worthwhile idea only to realize hours or days later that I didn't write it down. Now I can't remember any of the good stuff about it. In fact... Besides having a journal, I also keep a spiral notebook and a pen in my backpack. And in a pinch, I'll even write myself an email. I don't let ideas get away from me. I may not have them all well organized, but they're all written down. Somewhere around here. When it comes to coming up with creative ideas, brainstorming, there are so many ways to stimulate your creative muscles to trigger your brain. Now, I may have mentioned this in a previous episode, but one of the weird little things I like to do is keep a running list of potential story titles. Just the titles, nothing more. I have a document on my MacBook, it's several pages long, two columns each page, of titles that I'd like to use at some point. For one thing, coming up with the potential titles, it's a fun little brainstorming exercise. Sometimes I'll see a phrase in a book or hear someone say something that stands out, so I open up that document and add it to the list. I think I have something like a 100 titles so far. But what I do every so often is I pull the list up and read over the titles, and I'll say them out loud, I'll pause and kind of think about them, let them brew for a few minutes, and every so often something triggers. 
For example, about a year ago, I was looking over the list, and my eyes picked up the word Lilith. I think I'd added it to the list after hearing a bit on the news about the Lilith Fair, which was a traveling music festival here in the U.S. back in, I think, the early 2000s. Something about the name stuck with me, so I looked it up on Wikipedia and was reminded of Lilith from the Old Testament, Adam's first wife. Yes, before Eve. Apparently she was cursed and banished from the garden for refusing to submit to Adam. The first feminist, if you're feeling saucy. But it got me thinking about female demons, or more specifically, succubi. Those are female demons who tend to seduce humans. And that led me down a rabbit hole of weird ideas like, you know, whatever happened to Lilith? If she was still around, what would she be doing? What would be for the be like for the guy who was hanging out with her? What would she want with a human? And what if she decided she liked one and wanted to keep him around? What kind of trouble would they get into? From there, the story pieces, well, they pretty much fell into place. I had two characters, Lilith and my unnamed protagonist, and I immediately had an opening scene in mind. I wasn't sure where these two characters were going to take me once I started committing this scene to paper, but I knew it would be an interesting journey. One scene led to another, a couple of secondary characters made appearances, and before I knew it, about three days later, I was finished with the, final, or the first draft. Of course, a list of words or phrases may not work for you, either because you are a writer or simply doesn't stimulate your imagination, and that's okay. There are other ways to get the creative juices flowing. Most of my suggestions, obviously, are going to be based on my experience as a writer, but I think they can also apply to other areas of art. So, like free writing, it's an interesting way to stimulate ideas. I find that it's always awkward when I start, but eventually the words begin to flow. Basically, I sit down with a pen and paper in front of my monitor, and I just write. Now, you know, you can write about how stupid the suggestion is, (laughs) or you can lament that you're having trouble coming up with something to work on. But write about the weather, the color of your pet's fur, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is to simply write without any preconceived notions, no direction. But the longer you do it, the more likely something's going to kick in. You know, you'll end up connecting on something, some idea, some fragment. And before you know it, an idea is going to begin to take shape. Once it does, run with it. Now, for visual artists, you can exchange free writing with free drawing or free painting. You know, start off with a blank sheet of paper or blank canvas. No preconceived notions, no ideas. And just let your unconscious lead the way. Now, even if you don't end up with an image you're happy with, it can still spark ideas that you can use on a future project. Listing is another interesting way to stir up ideas. Basically, if you have some basic idea like a setting, uh, let's say say you want to write a story that takes place at the beach, then begin making a list of things related to the beach. But don't limit yourself to the basics, you know, sand, water, sun. Think about other things at the beach. Uh, People laying in the sun. Maybe having a few beers drunks at the beach. Someone hit by an errant beach ball. You see where I'm going with this? The list, much like free writing, uses free association to kind of lay down a path. Of course, you can always work with prompts. There are hundreds of books available that offer prompts for writers and other artists. Now, if you'd rather not spend the money, you can also find websites that offer prompts. One of my favorites is the site languageisavirus.com. 
I've been visiting it for years. There are all sorts of interesting word games, experiments, prompt generators. Some of the things you can find there and try is uh, like cut-ups. Now, cut-ups are where you take a page of text and cut it up into fragments, sentences, words, bits and pieces. Then you mix it all up on a table, pick up random pieces, and see how they fit together. This website actually offers you an online version of that. There's also word generators, character generators, plot generators. It's pretty much everything you need to help with brainstorming and coming up with interesting ideas. And the best part? It's free. Another suggestion is to go wander through an antique store, or maybe one of those donation kind of places like a Goodwill or a Salvation Army. You know, where people donate all sorts of stuff they don't want anymore. You know, it's like things that belong to their parents or their grandparents, maybe an ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend. Some of it's mundane, clothes, books, kitchen items. But you can also find some interesting oddities that can spark imagination. You know, weird paintings that someone's weird cousin painted for them, or twisted ceramics, or maybe creepy dolls. You might stumble upon an old photo album that still has pictures in it. Photos of strangers doing things. Can you imagine what sorts of ideas that could stir up? Which that reminds me. I had a professor at FSU, Robert Olin Butler, who had uh, been in some antique store somewhere and found old used postcards. So reading the messages on the backs of the cards, these cryptic notes from one stranger to another that didn't have much in common with the image that's actually on the postcard, well, that inspired him. And he ended up writing a collection of short stories, all inspired by these little messages. It's an interesting collection. I recommend it. But see, that's the thing about brainstorming. There's no right way, wrong way. It's all about coming up with ideas, working those creative muscles, finding something new without looking for it. For me, it seems the harder I try to come up with an idea for my next project, the harder it is to actually do it. Things like free writing or using an online prompt generator allows you to relax a bit. Forcing creativity is a great way to kill it. So here's a little experiment. I just went to the website, Languages of Virus, and generated a prompt. And the result was, what do you need when you feel happy? Now this could be a prompt for a writing project or a visual arts project, maybe even a song. When I read this, I think about interaction with people. When I'm happy, I like to be around other people. And that makes me think of a character, maybe a young woman, maybe in her 20s. She's happy. She just got some good news. She got accepted to college in another state. She's got a program she wants to attend, best one in the country. But her mother doesn't want her to go. It's too far away. So they have an argument. The girl storms out of the house to go be with her friends, maybe get some support from them. But they agree with her mother. She should stay. And there you have it. Just based on that prompt, I started free thinking about the prompt, the possibilities, and it led me down this path. But this could also work for a visual artist. I mean, what does a painter need when they're happy? Do certain colors or textures relate to happiness for them? Or to play around with the prompt, what are three colors that you need when you feel happy? See, brainstorming doesn't have to be difficult. In fact, it should be a fun process, something you don't need to struggle with. Coming up with ideas should be playful, different, engaging. And no, 
a brainstorming session doesn't always end in success. But even if it doesn't, you've still exercised your brain, stimulated the creative spark in your head. In my opinion, that's a good thing. All right, so for this week's show closeout, yeah, I want you to try some brainstorming. (laughs) Big surprise, right? But I'll make it easy on you. Go to languagesofvirus.com, and I'll have a link on my website for it on the post for this episode. Also, under the uh, tab for writing biz in the menu, I've got a link for it there. So once you go to Languages of Virus, click on the Exercises option at the top of the page. From there, go wild. There are writing prompts, wordplay, cut-up exercises, all kinds of stuff that will help you brainstorm ideas. Find one that looks interesting and give it a shot. See what you come up with and then create something. Remember, not every brainstorming session is going to uncover gold, but keep at it. Something shiny will come your way. All right, so that wraps it up for today. I'd love to hear how it goes. Let me know. You can always drop me a line via the contact form on my website, richardbist.com, or hit me up on Twitter at Richard Bist. Until next episode. Cheers.